Good morning, everybody. Welcome into Daily Draft Report. It's your daily dose of prospect information for the NFL Draft, brought to you by Campus Canton. Today's player, um, we're going to go really, really deep on this one. Bryce Young, quarterback from Alabama. Junior quarterback, 5'10", 204 pounds by his most recent measurements. And today's guest, I'm always happy to talk to one of the guys from Debbie Royale, of all guys, today I have Jeff Bell on. Jeff, how you doing, man? Doing fantastic, Dwight. Thank you so much for having me on. And of course, we, like you said, we're going to dig deep. We're going to talk about the former reigning <laughs> Heisman Trophy winner, Bryce Young, Alabama quarterback. I think he's a uh, he's in your playbook. Everybody knows him, so it's uh, exciting to be able to talk <laughs> about him. Though. Exactly. I usually have you on for an Ohio State guy, but I think I'm kind of done with Ohio State guys this year. So I had you on a little bit later. Next year, I'll make sure I get you. Next year, I'll have you on to talk about Marvin Harrison. There. What do you think about that? That sounds fantastic. Yeah, we had a little <laughs> bit of lighter class coming out of Ohio State this year. So we get we'll, it was. We'll be full yeah. next year. Bryce Young's player profile. Let me take a drink of water here. Definitely a long one to read. Young, Bryce Young signed with Alabama after, as, after being the Gatorade Player of the Year as a senior in California with 4,500 yards and 58 touchdowns at Matter Day High School. Everybody knows Matter Day. Uh, Young took over the starting job in 2021. All he did was win the Heisman Trophy, the Maxwell Award, Davey O'Brien, Manning Award as nation's top quarterback. He was an AP First Team All-American, SEC Offensive Player of the Year. Second in the FBS with a school record, 4,872 yards, 47 passing touchdowns, third in passing efficiency with 167.5 and passing attempts. I don't know why I put that in there. 547 and third in completions with 366. Uh, he was also the SEC championship game most MVP after throwing for 421 yards, three touchdowns and, 40, and running for 40 yards. Took a little bit of a hit in 2022. Uh, his wide receivers, we'll talk a little bit about that, was a part of that reason. Still was ninth in the FBS in efficiency with 163.2, threw for 3,300 yards, 32 touchdowns with only five interceptions, also rushed for 185 yards and four touchdowns, and was named Sugar Bowl MVP with 321 yards and five touchdowns with a win over Kansas State. That was a tough one. The only one I read that was anywhere near that long was Will Anderson, so that's kind of kind of fitting. Let's get into the tape here. Jeff, what do you see on tape? What skills does Bryce Young have that will make him successful in the NFL? I think the most important thing that Bryce Young brings to the table is his poise. You know, we've seen him in big spots throughout his college or career. And immediately when he stepped on the field, he, he looked like he belonged. He did not look like the moment was too big for him at any point throughout his college career. Uh, I think he brings creativity to the quarterback position. And I think that's important. He's got certain levels of escapability. I don't know that we, as you project him and look at fantasy, that you're going to see a big rushing floor because we haven't seen that in his profile a ton, but he, he does get out of trouble, be able to keep his eyes downfield, be able to create and allow his play, his wide receivers to get in good position to um, really do a lot after the catch. And that's where he's made a lot of his hay. But I think again, circling back just that poise and, and just not never feeling like the moment's too big for him. And that's the one thing that he's going to bring to one of these franchises that I think he's going to step in right away. He's going to be that franchise leader that you look for out of that quarterback position. Oh, without a doubt, that's it. I mean, I, I keep thinking of back to the Tennessee game. I mean, he was, he had missed a couple games. You know, he was injured. He was half hobble. You know, his wide receivers were playing like dog crap. And I mean, he will, he willingly took that team to where they should have won if the field goal kicker could kick a damn field goal. You know, like he, yes. they should have won that game. 
And I mean, it was him. It was one of those gutsy performances you like to see, like the Kirk Gibson performance, you know, the, you know, the gutting it out through, through injury and stuff. So you see a lot of that on his tape. I mean, obviously last year I felt like he had a much more proficient offense and it felt like he was playing within the scheme of Alabama. Whereas this year I felt like it was more him, you know, it was all on his field on it, on his shoulders. And that's something that I think is underrated when quarterbacks, I mean, we talk about a lot of the things, the schemes, they can make the throws, they could do all that, you know, but the quarterback has to be able to carry that team on their shoulders. And that's something that, you know, it doesn't show up in the measurables. It doesn't show up in, you know, that's it's the intangibles, you know, the things you want to see. And as far as, I mean, skills, I mean, he can make just about any throw with great touch, great placement. I mean, he just, he, like he said, he leads his receivers. I mean, as far as technical, he does everything you want and he's incredibly smart. I like that he's not, you know, he doesn't have, he's very calm. He doesn't have any sort of, you don't hear about off the field stuff. I, he's just, he seems almost perfect. Almost perfect. Yeah. You know, and it's one of, it, yeah. It's just one of those that um, as you look and compare him to CJ Stroud, I think that that's a natural discussion that you're going to get into. You know, Bryce Young, it just never felt like you had him beat. It's it's just one of those that um, you think about wrestling, like how the Undertaker would do like that sit up move, like when you, you think that he's down. And, <laughs> exactly. And it, it just he's almost like that in the quarterback position where, you know, you, you think you got him beat and and he just figures out a way to get back into it. Whereas, I, I you know, I, and I say that as an Ohio State fan, but it did feel like there were moments for C.J. Stroud that it did feel like C.J. Stroud was beat and, you know, it, you, you'd gotten him. And, and I feel like that is the one thing that as you look at the intangibles between the two of them that Bryce Young brings to that position. Right. Yeah. I actually just watched the Northwestern game and I, I kind of saw that that Stroud Stroud just looked whooped in that game. You know, they ended up winning, but, you know, the, you would have seen like Young would have probably done something to put the team on his back, you know. It was just, you see that, but then you saw the game, it was Stroud against, you know, obviously against Georgia, right? And he was phenomenal. So hopefully he answered that question. So, all right. Weaknesses. You're not allowed to say he's a Smurf. So what do you see as weaknesses? Yeah, if you can't, it's hard hard not to mention the size um, because that is a pops into your mind. Um, I, I would say maybe weaknesses, arm strength might be a potential weakness. I think that we've seen on tape where if he gets on the move and maybe that arm velocity disappears a little bit once he's kind of thrown off platform there, I think that might be one problem that kind of plays into it. I don't know that he's got the biggest, he certainly doesn't have the biggest arm in this class. So he's not going to be bringing the biggest arm into the NFL. I mean, you put him next to a guy like Will Levis or even Anthony Richardson. And, you know, it's almost night and day at some respects, but I think he has the ability to make the throws, but not necessarily that top end physicality. And that all kind of goes in with that entire package with the size. I think that that's all factored into that. And um, it's, it's, that's the biggest thing. It's just one of those that you need to put in into a system that is going to allow him to succeed. You need to be able to get him on the move in natural, natural boots and, and those types of RPO actions that allow him to get out and move and create, because I don't know that he's going to be able to stand in the pocket regularly in the NFL outside of quick throws and those types of things. But, um, you know, I think a guy that, it's not a comparison so much, but you know we saw Drew Brees with that size. That was a guy that was not a mobile quarterback, um, but he did have just that slight escapability early in his career, and so you've right. seen that out of that size package. Um, but again, it's it's hard. 
to come up with other things that will hold him back outside of mentioning the elephant in the room. And, and that is uh, that <laughs> size. So. Yeah. I, I don't like the comparisons to Kyler Murray because Kyler is a runner, you know, and yeah. where yes. Bryce is, you know, he, he's got the escape ability you like to see. And like you mentioned, he's not going to make that throw, you know, the big arcing Russell Wilson throw or the, you know, all the way across the hashes to the 20 yards, you know, it's not going to be him, but I mean, Joe Burrow didn't have the biggest arm either. He's right. He's doing okay. He's doing he, all right. So. He is. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I think that you touched on it in the natural comparisons there with Kyler Murray and with Russell Wilson. That's where a lot of people go, but getting the physicality, I don't know, you know, Russell Wilson's built like a fire hydrant and he's got that rainbow ball that he he's always thrown. And, and uh, it's just prices right. just not that type of player. Right. All right. And as far as landing spot, I mean, it's, I mean, we're not going to spend a lot of time on this. Do you like him better on the Panthers or the Texans? Uh, he's going to be one of those top ones. I like him better on the Texans, the way the Texans are structuring their roster. He's giving, getting see, he would get some familiarity with John Meche there that he he played with him two years ago. I think the Texans are building a system that uh, will rely on the those old Shanahan, the RPO, the boot action. And, and I think that there will be heavy run-based concepts that will allow him to be very protected, I think, with the Texans. And I think the Panthers, they're adding pieces but I don't know that we really have an identity yet with the Panthers, whereas I feel a lot more comfortable projecting identity with the Texans and what they're building. Uh, and But I think that in the back of your mind, the place that I'd love to see him end up would be if he slips past two, if Detroit were able to get in position. I think that that would be an ideal spot with that built-up offensive line. Ooh. bringing Jamison Williams back into the fold with him, <laughs> having Amon Ross St. Brown, being able to play in a dome. I think that would be the perfect ideal landing spot, but I think that you would have to have somebody that really buys into the ceiling of Anthony Richardson, namely probably the Texans or maybe the Panthers. Wow. And they've got Detroit's got the draft capital to pull it off too. They do. They can get in position for that. Yeah. I like the, I like your argument about the tech with the Texans. Cause I know, I mean, I know they're, you know, they're, have a lot more to go, but I feel like they have the ability to build around him. You know, they've got picks this draft too, you know, that whereas the Carolina, like you said, they're already sort of, they have something in their mind. I don't know what, like yeah. they're, they're making some really strange free agency pickups and things like I thought you guys were building and they're picking up all these veterans and stuff. So not really sure what they're doing. Um, so yeah, e either team, I think, I mean, he's one or two and it'd be fun to see somebody move up for him though. Um, yeah. Do you have a player comp for Bryce Young? So my player comp, um, so I, like we want to get out, if we're getting out of the size area, and so you have to mm -hmm. divorce the yeah. size in this comp. Um, Donovan McNabb is the is kind of my player comp where, um, you know, McNabb's, he, he's certainly bigger. He's a six-foot-two guy, but he's that basketball player on the football field. You know, we saw Donovan McNabb, a basketball player at Syracuse. He would bring a little bit of that, of that point guard creativity to the, the quarterback position. He didn't have the biggest arm all the time, um, but it, the ability to – kind of move around he ran earlier in his career that kind of disappeared pretty quickly into his career um, but that's kind of when I look at play style like Bryce Young's like that point guard on it's almost like the it's like not quite Allen Iverson he doesn't have that quickness but you know that just kind of that um, distributing point guard that is able to make move around make plays and get their guys the ball where they need to be able to score and I think that that's where um Reminiscent of play style, Donovan McNabb is is kind of somebody that I feel like there's some similarities early in there. Yeah, I would have never in a million years put those two together, but yeah, that makes sense though.
Um, I love McNam. Man, I, I, I love I loved him so much back in the day. He's a fun so, player. Yeah, he was. All right, and then is he is he your quarterback one, Bryce Young, or is it Stroud? I've got Stroud as my quarterback one. Um, I've got Bryce as my yeah. third player in Superflex rankings. I do have Stroud above him. I just feel a little bit more. I think with the ceiling that we saw against Georgia might be a little bit higher on Stroud, but you just feel a little bit more comfortable projecting him. And I expect that's where it's going to flush out in draft capital. If you're talking about a one quarterback format, I think the argument could be made that maybe in one quarterback, you need to be considering Anthony Richardson above both of those guys, just because to have that ceiling to be able to keep up with those Josh Allens and those Jalen Hurts as you're playing in a one quarterback league, I think that there should be some consideration there. Um, Just because when you look at fantasy with Bryce Young, if he doesn't have that rushing floor and if he's going to be with Houston, maybe in a ball control offense, it's are you kind of looking at like a souped up version of Jimmy Garoppolo potentially coming out of that same San Francisco type system with Bobby Slowick coming in and being the offense coordinator after being a longtime Kyle Shanahan assistant? My, my personal feelings aside, you have to consider Anthony Richardson too, but Young's Young's QB two for me. So, yep, I yeah. like it. All right, Jeff, thank you very much. As always, it's always good to talk to you, man. I always, you you bring Great knowledge and great wisdom. I, I love talking to you, man. Um, you so tell, much, yeah, tell everybody where they can find you and what you work. Well, you can find me on Twitter uh, for whom J Bell tolls, but make sure you to follow Dwight on Twitter. You know, if you're listening to the show, I hope you're following him already, but make sure to find Dwight. Um, but you can find me with football guys. You can find me with the, the Debbie Royale on the Patreon there on, on the discord with the Debbie Royale kind of sometimes I need to do a better <laughs> job of getting in that discord. But um, again, make sure to follow Dwight, make sure to check out campus to can all that stuff that they're doing over there is absolutely fantastic. I love the team over there. And so um, just, again, you can't plug it enough and Dwight, thank you so much for having this time for me and and i really appreciate you reaching out oh always man find me on twitter ff people's champ this podcast daily draft rprt i know i don't spend much time on it but it's there so if you want to follow it it's up to you most of everything i do is on my personal account or on campus canton so thank you guys very much for listening as always talk to you tomorrow